Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. ¿Qué onda, familia? If you're looking for a fun, feel-good listening experience, check out our podcast, Hanging with Los Otelos. My name is Shaboy Edgar, and this is my beautiful wife, Janet. Hi, guys. We're a bilingual Mexican-American married couple with two beautiful young daughters. We're ready to fully expose our life, discuss relationship drama, yours and ours, and fill you with faith, encouragement, and laughter. Se va a poner bueno, so come hang out with us. Listen to Hanging with Los Otelos on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, visit losotelos.com. Mama, Dada, I love it. Open your hearts and loosen your butts. It's Couples Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I am Naomi. And we are a real-life couple. We're a real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we bring you the best sets from our live show, but also sometimes we also bring people into the studio, like today. Yes, today we have a wonderful couple. We have Paul Downs and Lucia and Yellow, who you might know as executive producers, writers, directors, and stars on the television show Broad City. So, Naomi, you've known them for a long time. Yes. I've known them. I, te- I mean, we'll talk about it more in this episode, but I, I've known them for quite a while, too, through UCB. 
but you you wrote on you worked with uh, them on Broad City. Colleagues, friends, family. Yeah, but uh, so on. You know, we're going to talk to them about their friendship, uh, their love, their relationship, and then we're going to see if we can be better friends with them on this one. By the way, uh, Broad City is now doing its last season, right? Yes, the final season of Broad City is airing now. And this week, I think this is the week that Paul directed this episode that comes yes, out this week. Yes, this, epi- this episode of Broad City that you can watch this week marks Paul's television directorial debut. So definitely check it out. And if you're in Los Angeles and want to see Paul live on March 6th, he'll be doing stand-up on Shit Show at El Cid at 7 p.m. That is March 6th at 7 p.m. If you want to see Paul Downs at El Cid here in Los Angeles. Uh, by the way, if you want to see us, you might want to come to one of the Couples Therapy Live shows. The next one is April 6th. Oh, yeah. And we've got Jamie Loftus and Caitlin Durante from the Bechtel cast. Our label mates. It's going to be wonderful, as always, at the Virgil, Saturday, April 6th, 8 p.m. And go to CouplesTherapyPod.com to get tickets. Uh, What else? Oh, two other things, very quickly, and then we'll get to this interview. One, we have a call-in line. If you want to ask us any questions about romance, life, love, anything, call 323-524-7839. You can also find that on the website and on our Twitter account. And also... Naomi and I started a Patreon account. Yes, we did. For $5 a month, that is less than the cost of some real good mozzarella sticks, you will get two bonus episodes. Me and Andy in the studio getting into it, telling you what's going on. Maybe talking about House Hunters International. You never know. So if you are so inclined, if you got a little cash to throw our way and want two bonus episodes every month, it is on our Patreon, which you can also find at CouplesTherapyPod.com and click Patreon. All right, enough of these plugs. Let's get to the interview. Roll it! <laughs> oh, good, that was right? good. That was buttery. Oh, you know, sometimes, the two, we, butter- sometimes in the car we'll harmonize. Oh my God, we should <laughs> harmonize on this. But neither of us can sing, so <laughs> okay. it's a real shot in the dark, you know what I mean? Yeah. We should do it though. Wait, which the joy of tidying up. So <laughs> well, we made up a song from Marie Kondo's show. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's her it's, theme song. She just doesn't know. There's it. no theme song for it. <laughs> yeah. Should we do it now? Is it recording? We're not. Yeah. Recording. Oh, we're recording. Oh, 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 certainly. Wow. If you want the as world soon to... as you sign, it's okay. <laughs> um, so you ready? This is us. This is us harmonizing. This is how good we are. The, the joy of. Oh wow. <laughs> One of us is a serious singer. Okay. 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 Ready? ready? One, two, and three. The, the joy, joy of tidying up. up. <laughs> Can't say. That's solid. No, I thought that was solid. Yeah, that that was, was it. Ready? No, we're doing it again. We've yeah. already put ourselves through this one torture. And a two and a. <laughs> the joy of tidying up. Do you guys want to try a four-part no, four harmony? Yeah. I, honestly, wow. The joy of tidying <laughs> up. <laughs> I just came in and up. Good. I just I like came that. in the up. Well, I said, that's another. Give a that's something. actually another version of it. Is that Paul will often say the rest, the first line, and I just have to say up. Yes, but oh, yeah. that's but a different. That is a different. Yeah. yeah, it's do a different you, feel. It's do like you guys a remix. sing yeah. songs together around the house. No, well, like uh, like we said, we can't sing for shit, so we try <laughs> no. not to. Look, no. you guys aren't a Solange and a Beyonce, but oh, I'm saying, no, no. but that wasn't bad. You well, weren't thanks. like, thank you, the joy of tidying <laughs> up. No, but we have. We have been there. I'm loving it. Ooh, yeah, Ooh, that sounds good. I love that. Well, I'm bringing it back. Yeah, you gotta bring it back. She's heard me. Sing that. <laughs> McDonald's seems like brought to you today by McDonald's <laughs> Couples Therapy. Are you well? Because Naomi and I 
uh, I would say, I don't know about a core part of our relationship. Oh, I would definitely say what keeps us together is <laughs> <laughs> just making Singing? up a song. Uh-huh. The, the string in the friendship bracelet of our love mm-hmm. is singing songs together around yeah, the house. Definitely. And sometimes I like to sing a song just about you. Mm. If uh-huh. I'm trying to get your attention, I'll just be like, Andy Beckerman, <laughs> he's writing that computer. <laughs> Andy Beckerman. And then I have to find something to rhyme with computer and then I'm all, usually Yeah, like, that's yeah. hard. But it's just you're something that let right. them know, like yeah. let them know, you know, like I'm watching you. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm here. Oh, so yeah. a lot of We're near together. rhymes. Near rhymes, Or definitely. if you could think of like the last part shooter, cuter. Oh, that would have been good oh, if you can do that. But you know, that's that's, that's musical not, improv, and that's not really no. where I focus my that's energy. Me either. Let's not rhyme things me with either. shooter. No. Yes. That'd be great. But so, yeah, so, but that is part of your as look, yeah, you know, we're gonna dissect your we're gonna dissect <laughs> your guys' relationship here right, down right. to its core Oof. components. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. So, you know, we did ask you, you know, coming in with a couple anecdotes, mm-hmm. stories that kind of exemplify the relationship, mm-hmm. the vibe. Let us know. Let our listeners know the dynamic, what okay. we're working with. Did you guys have any in mind? Um, well, I think we were just going to maybe uh, talk a little bit about how we first met. And then origin story. Kind yeah. of where okay. I'd say a real nexus of the relationship occurred, when mm-hmm. and where. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's do that. Okay. We met in 1912. <laughs> uh, were you guys getting off the same steamer? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. They were butchering my name on Ellis Island, and I said, I just need a drink. <laughs> and I said, who is this girl? <laughs> I was a bartender at Ellis Island. And uh, shucking oysters, you know? Yeah. Uh, that was the name of the bar, shucking oysters. Yeah, that was the name of the bar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't shuck for shit, you know? <laughs> um, we met in <clears throat> New York um, in a level one improv class taught by the... Uh, illustrious, illustrious musical improv genius, genius. Ooh, Tara Copeland. Yes. Oh yeah, I mean, she's among other things she's very talented, but musical theater she is she is incredible. one of the queens. Yes. Yeah, one of the yeah, queens. Yeah, yeah. She is our she is our Beyonce of musical theater. She Definitely. is uh, improv musical theater. Um, Who's the Solange? Uh, Eliza, Eliza Skinner. Skinner. Yeah, <laughs> literally was going to say that right, yeah. right up there, or vice right versa. Uh, maybe they, vice, they switch. They maybe switch. Eliza's the Beyonce. Maybe, and... maybe. I, I, I haven't. Se- I mean, I've seen a lot of their shows. I've yeah. actually watched them a lot, but I, I don't know if I. It's we haven't fair been. To to, say. We haven't seen one in a while. Yeah, so. I mean, I think in every yeah. given scene, you know, I mean, they're taking turns. That's right. Yeah, you know what I mean, both... as needed, one of them is stepping and that's forward. Actually the other's why they're both so good. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Give and take. So, anyways, Tara Copeland's back class. to our relationship. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> segue. And um, it was actually at Champion Studios, right? Speaking of butthole, in the butthole of New York City, <laughs> Midtown, baby. Yes, I actually, you know, lived across the street. A- across the street from there when we first met. Well, yeah, we, well, right around, right around a couple then. months into. She lived in like a railroad apartment in Times Square. Yeah, which was a, which was a childhood dream. Well, actually, that is true. When I was like five or six, people were like, "Where do you want to live?" I was like, "In Times Square, in a house." I want a house in Times Square. <laughs> They're like. They're like, that doesn't exist. And I was like, well, it will, bitch. <laughs> and she did. And kind of I did. I mean, it was, I knew that it was, apartment. I knew it was bad. It wasn't, I, I had yeah. lived in New York for a while, so I knew it was a bad place to be. But it was I'm right I'm imagining next- you like at Madame Tussauds. Mm-hmm. Tussauds? Tussauds. I like Tussa- that. Tussaudi. Sure. No, uh, uh, like, uh, What's the what's the one where they go to the museum and they sleep at there at night? Night, the night the at the museum. No, not the one where the things come alive. Well, the oh. missing files of Mrs. Basil Lee Yes, thank you. Yeah. Well, these two. Uh, watch yes. out. Who <laughs> can't even. Uh, well, we I, I be thought careful. it going to be about our energy, but <laughs> I, I don't know. They've taken over. I'm imagining you going to Madame Tussauds. <laughs> I think I was actually, yeah. <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Tussauds. Tussauds, yeah, right? Tussauds. Yeah. Madame Tussauds. Yeah. Oh, it's French. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, uh, she's a madam. Madame Tussauds. Yeah, uh, I am. Uh, how you say? Imagining you uh, mm-hmm. going and sleeping there at night. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. uh, perhaps. 
Yes. I think that was actually in the book. I think they were at the Met, right? It's been a long time. Okay. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I love the Wax the Museum. Point. It's way scarier. <laughs> yeah, the Wax Museum is scarier. That's a yeah. good, like, um, Jordan Peele version of it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Guys, save. We're, we got to pitch this. All four of us together. <laughs> um, so, anyways, we, we met. Uh, in Champion Studios, and on the very first day, I, I, well, think... I should say this part. On okay. the first day, I got there super early because I was nervous and I wanted yeah. to get on a, a main stage team that day. I was like, "Well, I got to get on a team tomorrow. <laughs> I got to be there early. I got to figure out how to do it." And Lucia came 15 minutes late Something. to class. <laughs> she rolls in. She's like, "What are we doing?" <laughs> so nonplussed, so yes. casual, so nonchalant. And I was like, well, "Okay, who is this girl?" I'm, I yeah. remember the first time I saw her, and then some point. Into the class. Sometime in the next eight weeks, um, we were, I was like, you know, sitting in the chairs and Paul was in a scene and I don't, do not know the context, but he. Well, I, I, someone was playing my little sister, I think. Oh. And I made like, uh, I don't know what this is, but I. Elbows out. I basically elbowed out, went double boob smash and I pretended (laughs) to smash her. Breast. Ooh, which it looks like, like you're like holding a, for the listener. It looks like you're holding kind of like two shoulders. straps from a backpack. Yeah, backpack. Oh, you're like, yeah, back, that look. Like your like elbows a, are yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was so funny <laughs> that I leaned over to Tara, who was my teacher at the time, and I told her, write that down. <laughs> and, uh, and I, from the stage, heard this woman say, Write that down. <laughs> like to she was tell a the writer's assistant. To take a note on my improv. And I was like, wow. Somebody's I in the director's chair. I just turned 22 <laughs> like a week earlier. Uh, but honestly, this is so funny because I said this recently um, to my therapist. <laughs> I, I think Lucia is one of the people that really saw me early on in my life. And I really felt seen in that moment and yeah. many, many, many other times. In our right, she got very you. long. I got it. She got what was funny right yeah. away. Also, it's like that's also stupid as fuck. It's yeah. so stupid. And so it's like such it's a so like if someone gets the dumb shit, <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh well, we gonna be fine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. can get like exactly the silliest thing ever. I felt very much. Uh, I I was then and remain his biggest fan. And yeah, it was like a, it was a moment where I was like, oh, absolutely, that signed me up in every way. And I thought, and then I mo- I worked on that. I worked yeah. on that in every way. For were a you while. were you the one you were like, okay, well, eyes on it a little bit. I mean, we were friends at first, and then yeah. it was like a little and bit on flirty teams together. You know. Yeah, was yeah. it flirty friends at first? You well, know, it was also like um, Paul was kissing I, friends. Well, you know? yes, but I'll say before then, uh-huh. Paul, at the time more so than now, was very flirty with everybody. Wow. So it wasn't something where it was like general it was a flirty, sexual energy. It wasn't a flirty relationship. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio, y'all. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, do you guys just both come from like a theatery background? Because I no. I never did that in high school, but I noticed like all the theater kids were all like writhing. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't like that. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm 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 born uh, in the theater, but I I, I I wasn't like a cast party person. Really. Oh, okay. You came out of the room treading it the boards. Like from college stories, you were. Um, I I really I wasn't. I was I not in the way so. no, no not in the way that like I think high school cast parties are like yeah you know yeah like, yeah yeah touching and you know, yeah. I, you know massage I, circles yeah. and general dampness in the air yeah I, I really wasn't <laughs> I really it's wasn't believe it not believe it or not um, uh, theater kids cast party kids are what that want to be what I am do you know what I mean <laughs> they want they're like doing an impression they're put they're trying on what I am yes, so that's why yes. I was always like I see what you this mean. is this is sophomoric this is. <laughs> Uh, this is not hardcore. I got to get out of here. I um, see. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Thank um, you for clarifying. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah, it was a. Flirty... There was a gray area of like you know. Yeah. Also, yeah. we were very, we were very, very. We were like yeah. seventeen, eighteen. <laughs> I we were twenty two. 
Oh, so had, you guys have known each other a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had just graduated. Okay, yeah. so fresh. From college. Wait, yes. a, a larger philosophical question. Okay. Do you think getting each other's dumb jokes, I, I definitely think yeah. like that's that's one of the ties that binds us. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Do you think that's like a, look, I don't want to say universal principle, but like of many good relationships, do you think getting the other person's dumbest shit is something that, uh, that uh, again, another strand in the friendship bracelet of I love? I think so. I hope so. I, I mean, I think so. now- I'm like, how do comedians not date other comedians in a way, you mm-hmm. know, because there is a shared language and it's such a deep, a shared such appreciation a thing for such you, dumb stuff. Yeah, yeah. When you share a sense. And I think that's true probably of non-comedians too. If, if the same little things make you laugh, that's great. You yeah. Know? I feel like if, I think. even if they don't necessarily, they, they may not make you both laugh. But they cannot make one person laugh and the other person pissed. Right. Yeah. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, like, right, right. you got to at least be like, I don't get it, but okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah. But it's like, yes. if one of you is like, if you don't shut your damn mouth yeah. with that money python, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 then you're going to have a problem. Yes, yes. For my birthday, Naomi got me four cards, hid them around the house with numbers on them, oh. and each one got progressively stupider. Great. Like True. it started off with like a cute little card and it ended with a Big Bang card. <laughs> big, a Big Bang Theory, theory card Bang. Sorry. that I put in the refrigerator and then I was like, you love old Sheldon. Oh and my it's just God. Like, Cause it was just the dumbest thing I'd ever seen and I knew he'd think it was funny. <laughs> yes. And just the fact that there was like branded content birthday cards was I so silly to me. That's I was how like, you know your show's really made it. If you can get to the birthday card <laughs> oh, empire. Yeah. If you can break in there, you're good. You're good. You're set for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, I, if Alana and Abby make Greeting cards. Do I you guys get a piece there. of that? They do. No. They do have greeting cards. Actually, <laughs> not only do we not get a piece, I don't know that they get a piece of that. Yeah, I think that that's true. like you know, I think folk a lot of, art, outsider a lot of, art. Um, yeah, Bushwick artisans making yeah. artisans. Those are women. Yes, making um, yes, queen birthday cards in the world. <laughs> You're the Abby to my Alana. Yes, yes. Uh, wait. So okay, flirty friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then um, the pregnancy scare. No, I'm like, I'm <laughs> we were we we started like it was it became kind of more than friends, but you know we were very young, and yeah. so it was there was a period of time where it was gray area. And yeah. I'm going to say that that is a year plus. Okay, well, I, and you know part of it, I think for me anyway, was I was like this is a forever person. You so felt if it. If you go in there, you're not coming out. You're not getting out. Yeah. Yes, and I, yes. I did feel that. So I think there was a. Um, like a, a period of like us figuring it out. You yeah. Know? And Dipping I think that's toe. so sweet that that's how you felt. But I wouldn't say that I necessarily had felt that way just because I was like, who knows? <laughs> I don't and know I about anything did, now. But I don't know. Well, did no, you guys well, have... I felt more strongly to be like, let's just see what happens. Okay. But I wasn't like, this is forever because I was like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> did you have a lot of relationship experience prior to this? Um, Not real. I mean, you know. Six months here. Yeah, yeah. Two I mean, like, there. I think normal, not like, yeah. wow, no. you dated tons of people in high school. You know, I didn't. <laughs> but um, but then I guess there was a period of time when it, it occurred to both of us that it was serious, uh-huh. which is when she was my one call when I was in jail. Yes. No. And everyone's quiet. Yes. I was like, wait, I was like, this is not a joke. I was like, I was doing the math in my head whether it was a joke or not. Not, <laughs> not a joke. Not, not a joke. Whoa. So we'll tell that story. But that was one of the markers for us of being like, oh. Oh, yeah. This is really serious. This oh. is the she. Well, also because of what you did. Well, let's get into. The I guess story. we'll tell the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were leaving a party. Yes. And I actually, at the time, I'm from New Jersey originally, and I had had a car in the city. Um, very stupid thing to do. No, yeah, you, you know, can't. Oh my God. You can't spend all Why? day parking on opposite sides of the street. All day. All That's day your long. Full time job. Yeah. yeah had, and then you know you're paying tickets mm. with the salary you make, which is zero <laughs> from living in your car. 
So we pulled out and I got pulled over instantly because we were leaving a party and I think they thought I was drunk, which I was not. Mm-hmm. I was sober at the time. Um, I the, was high on marijuana. Yes. And the reason that I was driving was because I had had an edible, a John Flynn hot Ooh, cookie. John to Flynn. Set, does that set a scene for you? Yes, like, it does. Like, okay, rings a bell. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I have 25 minutes or so where I'm like the designated driver. Let's let's head out. We're yeah. going to go now. It wasn't even that late. No. And I was pulled over. Immediately. Like we were like one maybe block we away. drove yeah, one block and I got pulled like over. They were, like, they were waiting for They were yeah. waiting for someone yeah. to leave the party and be drunk. I wasn't. Uh-huh. So they take my license registration and they're waiting and I'm like, all right, well they better just give me this ticket. Because basically I had a expired tag, you know, my like uh the thing on your Yeah, the little your sticker. Plate, the little sticker. Sta- yeah. sticker that was their that was their MacGuffin. That was their mm-hmm. excuse for pulling me over. And then another car cop cop car pulls up next to him. And then another cop car pulls up. Three what? cop cars. And I'm like, okay. They got to give me the ticket now uh, <laughs> because pretty soon I'm going to be unable to function. Yeah. <laughs> and they come back to the car and they say, um, sir, do you remember getting a, a ticket for not wearing your seatbelt? And I was like, what? Yeah, I remember getting a ticket. They're like, well, you never paid it. And I was like, uh, I probably did because don't you guys send a million like late notices and follow ups yeah. and all that? And he said, well, do you still live in North Carolina, which is where I went to college? And I said, No. And he said, well, that's where we sent the late notice and the warrant for your arrest. Step out of the vehicle. Yes. For oh. not having a paid a ticket for not wearing a seatbelt. It's called Scott's Law in New York, which is yeah. basically if you owe the state money mm-hmm. and they find you, they can hold you. Because yes. I had an out-of-state li- I had a North yeah. Carolina license from college. So weirdly, as soon as they were like, step out of the car, I knew what it was. And it wasn't like drinking and driving. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was, like, I was like, A, this is bullshit. And B, great. So mm-hmm. my reaction was, oh, God. Just like so chill. <laughs> yeah, I, I just became yeah. very chill. But she. They... I became very panicked because <clears throat> what? Like, right. And also, generally, our life stati- status or whatever is that I'm very like chill, relax. He's more stressed out and nervous. But then when something really bad happens, I get panicked. And he has already done all the worrying. So he's fine. <laughs> That's yes, the thing. I've, I get it. I've, because I'm a worrier, I've gone yes. through scenarios. So when right. it happens, it's like you're. An ER nurse. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> I've been no, you're preparing here. For this, you know. I, it's been worse. Exactly. It's like, my, you know. honestly, the world is meeting me where I already live. Exactly. Yes. You know what I mean? So and you're I'm really like, great. great. And you're I'm already like, sliding doors that in your head. Yeah. Yeah. And then, exactly. And this is, and this is the least worst yeah. of the two yeah. worlds. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very high, and the police officers said, can you drive? And of course I said, yes. Um, <laughs> because what am she I going like, to do? She was like, yeah. <laughs> and it was so clear she couldn't. I'm like, y- you guys are not doing your job. Right? Exactly. Your job is to protect so, the citizens of the city. Don't have her on the road. What I did do is I took the the car and I drove it to the police station that they told me he would be at. And I Can I pause you for one sec, mm-hmm. please? Can I tell the thing about the sure. phone? Yeah. <laughs> so they were like, take his valuables. So I gave her my wallet and my watch and my phone. I was like, oh. I, and she was like, call me when you get there. And I was like, oh, I don't have. Your number, it's in my phone. And I'm handcuffed. And there's like eight police. And she goes, You don't have my number? <laughs> and I was like, Well, I yes. don't I don't have it memorized. It's you know. I will say I didn't have it memorized his either. <laughs> I think my I'm gonna tell you what I think I was thinking. Uh-huh. I thought if I really give this guy shit in front of these police, they're gonna feel bad for him. And they laugh. <laughs> and they're gonna let him go. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what I was like, was come on, the worst punishment on earth is me. Am I right, guys? <laughs> let him go. And but they didn't. Did not. <laughs> did not work. Anyway, so, so she, I go, eight cops. 
it well, was honestly it was a lot of cops. It was three three co- cop worth. cars. So there's one at first and so then maybe two six. more came. There were like a bunch yeah. of dudes. Yeah, maybe this six. This is New York. Were they bored? What was going I on? I think they I were. How could it you was possibly? In Chelsea. They, they, there's shit going on on Chelsea on every block. Yeah. yeah. They should not have been able to all meet up outside of Christie's. No. It was literally there. Oh my god. Um so I went to the police station and I said to I went up and I to the like desk as I go up to the desk the there's this guy who looks exactly like, like um, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Like maybe it was him, I don't <laughs> oh, know, yeah. who had just gotten fully maced. His face was red, and he uh, kept screaming like, "I didn't, pigs. yeah, fucking pigs!" <laughs> and then I guess I didn't rape her or something. Jesus like that. Yeah, it was, it was dark. And they were bringing him to my group cell. Yeah, so Paul so would like, later, oh, okay, okay, would okay, soon meet this man it later the, down the road, the maced oh. rapist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh no! So I he go came up my to the guy for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, hi, what do I have to do to get him out? And he's like, well, uh, you know, That's my shift's over. Riddles three. Yeah, no, he was like, my shift's over at 10 or something like that. What? Jesus yes. Christ. Uh-huh. Ah. And I was like, okay, well, maybe not like that. Yeah. You know? She's like, bail. What's the- I was like, <laughs> Is there a good person in this, <laughs> like, on besides you two, on either side? Like, you just, why, I'm just imagining, like. I called Jordan. So I called one of Paul's best friends to be like. Hey, help me out with this, and she was helpful in helping me not freak out. So there's a, a good lawyer, person. So, oh, you know, okay, yeah. yeah, that's good. That was a good person. Or you know what? Yeah, At the yeah. time, not even a lawyer. Well, she, she was, was a just paralegal. Out of college, so, yeah, she was a paralegal, so she knew how to file things. You know, she was she like, was my lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, th- then as I'm getting fingerprinted, bow wow, the edible hit, and I was oh, like, geez, <gasps> yikes, yikes, yikes. But she was the only call I made. Yeah. Because I was like, you know, he did memorize the number. I did, yeah. and then, and I've never forgotten it. Oh, that yeah. is tender. Anyway, oh. but that was when we were like, okay, we both were very concerned about the other person. Right. Even though I was into clink. He would yeah. also call me and he would do bits when he would call me because he could call every hour. And so at like so five in the hour. morning, I would get a call and it goes, daddy's in the clink. <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> you guys, uh, we're going to hear some more about this. Paul, a fugitive, honestly, in the studio. Uh, right after this break. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host The Bobby Bones Show, and I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room, and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music, too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. And we're back. We are here. With the zoo crew. See you morning zoo, baby. Paul and Lucia, you guys really, I mean, you went through you went through pretty early then in the relationship then, because I'm assuming, what is this, like a, a year, a little more than this a year? maybe like two years yeah, after two years meeting. Yeah. Meeting, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. So How like, long into, like, when you, was there a, a moment where you made it official, where you guys looked at each other and were like, this is for real? Uh, I think um, there was like a kind of a, a meal where I, well, mm-hmm. I said I love you first. And so I think that was a meal where I was like, I'm just saying this. This is like one of those moments where I'm like, you kind of can't slither your way out of this one. <laughs> nope. So, because that kind of was like, what is like, it was, and I didn't need it to be like super serious. I just was like, this is just how I am feeling. Had this you said so it before, sweet. Lou? Because I feel like <clears throat> knowing you, you, I mean, you are like a cool, chill gal. You know Thank what I mean? You. Like you're hanging out, you're relaxed, you know, you're working. 
but you're chilling at the same time. And so was exactly. that moment, that decision. I am working and chilling. You're working, but you're chilling. You're like, we getting it done. Don't stress me out. Yeah, it's like that vibe. Yeah. But did you like that? So you know that moment where you were like, okay, I'm gonna say I love you and stuff. Was that something you had done before? Mm-mm. Were you, you know, was was it a little nerve wracking or no? You like Completely. you knew because yeah. I was like not really sure how seriously they are holding hands. Me, Listeners, you know? they are holding oh. hands now. And so it was, yeah, it was definitely a moment where like I had been not really being fully honest about my feelings. I mm-hmm. think for a while, just because I, it was just kind of fun. But then it got to a place where I was like, I have to be honest about how I'm really feeling right now. And then were you a little surprised, Paul? No. Yeah, you know. I don't think I was surprised. I said it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, okay. Yeah. That's too... Pounced it on him, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Was it, but wait, here's a question. I love... Did you already feel it, and that was a moment where you realized it and realized this is the time to say it? Or was it, uh, did you realize it in that moment? No, I already knew it. But it's a thing where you don't, you know, you don't articulate it because it's scary. You know, it's a big, scary thing. Yeah, totally. So you don't... It's not like you're waiting for the other person to articulate it, but once they do, you're like, yeah. Right. It's, it's like a- It's a relief. This is so insane that I'm about to make an improv analogy, but it's like <laughs> a yes and. It's like, if it is, if you yeah. do feel that way, it's like, you know, it comes yeah. into existence and you're like, yep, that's that correct. No, I get it. We met at UCB. Yeah. <laughs> we also, yes. Oh, yeah, two UCB couples here. That's really We're good. We're sitting here, really part of the dynasty. Where the did you guys <laughs> Yes, that's right. Where did uh, you guys meet? I mean, how? What? Yeah, we were put on. Remember when they used to do the lottery, where they uh-huh. put the students yes. and the teachers? Oh, yeah. I did that. We were show. lottery yeah. together. Cool. So that's tender. I did the first beats. Naomi did the second beats. Great. Isn't that nice. I really took what he laid down and I said <gasps> more. Yes. You know? yes. And that's our love in a nutshell. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> but um, but so you guys, so I, you know, you guys, you met obviously in the creative space mm-hmm. together. You know, what I mean, you saw what Paul was laying down. Write that down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Writer's assistant. I mean, my teacher. Yeah. Um, but then you also obviously then soon started to work together. Mm-hmm. And I obviously I'm asking these questions like Andy and I work together too. Right. And so I'm just always anytime I you know a couple I'm like, you've been together a long time. You are doing it. The love is real, but like. You also got to do that loan out. You know what I'm saying? It's like a loan out love. That's what I'm calling it—a loan out love. Oh my god! <laughs> I am—I'm putting my fingers on my temple. Uh, but it's true, baby. I love you, that loan out. S corp, you know, S corp love, baby. Quarterly tax love. Quarterly tax love. But what was that process like? I'm more in the beginning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Before you, I mean, I'm sure yeah. now you have a system in place. But like, was it scary? Did you already know? Were there natural roles you fell into? I think it was just fun. Yeah, in the beginning, we, we were just had for ideas fun. for things, and I was more so than Paul, I think, feeling a little bit um, unfulfilled by my my experience at UCB, and I was kind of pushing towards, like, we need to kind of maybe, or like, I want to write stuff and make stuff. Like, I had been in a sketch group with a couple women that was fun, and we made a couple videos, and around that same time, Paul and I were, you know, spending so much time together that we'd, we'd naturally come up with yeah. jokes and dumb things. And it wasn't like, well, this is Polly Lou. We're a production company. <laughs> yeah. We do, uh, you know, yeah, whatever. And But on the other hand, I had done enough, like, making a couple things at the time that I was like, we should make some stuff too. Because I think I was very much like, this internet thing is really going to be a real moment <laughs> for comedy. And this was yeah. honestly like just maybe before Lonely Island did okay. whatever Lazy Sunday. And so that, they were on SNL, right? They had just, they, they were, were on, on SNL, SNL, but I don't like think they, they were had... doing stuff, but they weren't like, what year was it? Was that 2007? Uh, so like, so like, except if I remember right, like the first real 
bigger things was like Derek, like coming out of UCB. Right. Like, that was like around, making that videos. Was around then, but I was going to say maybe even a wink after this, like okay. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe not, but I think so. I think they had been similar I time. I don't know because honestly, I, I wasn't know. on the internet as much. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you weren't there to like look for content, right? Right. It wasn't that for the yeah. listener, the by the way. That was uh, um, that was Donald Glover and DC Pearson and Sean. Nope. Dominic. 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 Your keys. That was their yeah. s- their video sketch group. Just um, so everyone's on the same page. So yeah, sorry, I interrupted you. No, too. no, I don't really remember. Give a <laughs> to no, do no. a VH1. Well, she was pop up. <laughs> she was the forward thinking person who was like, yeah. "We should be doing this," and and it, it also was a great way for us to do the things we thought were funny and also get them seen by people, not just at the basement of Christie's at right. which was great. So, well, yeah, and I wasn't even allowed to have do those things. So it was <laughs> really not, that wasn't even an option for me. Yeah. Was, but like, I, I, Naomi and I, I'll, I mean, we can just be a little honest, right? Uh, we all, you better <laughs> be a lot honest. We, uh, we have, we, there, there's definitely an intersection for our senses of humor, mm-hmm. but there is, uh, I would say, the Venn diagram, the, there's also the outer parts where it doesn't. And so I don't know if we, I would say, butt heads so much as uh, butt hearts. Oh, that but is so cute. Hearts. I love it. <laughs> I think so. I mean, well, just there'll be moments where we're take like, especially because I think we met at UCB, but then pretty I mean, you stayed in a little bit longer, but I still want to say a couple years after that, we both stopped doing improv. Mm-hmm. And I definitely went the stand-up route. Mm-hmm. And Thank all God. that taught me was uh, like, yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is what I feel in my head. I'm going to say it out loud. Did you like it? Thank you. Bye. Mm-hmm. And then the nature of what it is to work with somebody is not that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, There's no like, thank you, bye. It's like, okay, let's talk about why this idea might be bad or mm-hmm, might be good. Mm-hmm. And I'm not as used to or as comfortable with a loving debate mm-hmm. surrounding an idea or a concept. Right. Whereas you are, I think, coming from more like music and the improv and sketches and all that kind of stuff, working with people. Do you feel like it's a like uh, I don't really mean this in terms of uh, what I'm going to say, but like a threat, <laughs> like a ego threat to ha- have someone disagree with? Well, most certainly. <laughs> I mean, threat, but also just like it always feels like because when you're working on anything until it's it's real meaning until someone is paid for it until it's going to go somewhere mm-hmm. all the ideas feel so tenuous mm-hmm. that it's like so it's like well why are you any more right than I am right until we're until it's something you know and the, it's almost like the earlier days I tend to be more combative mm. than when it's more like set and kind of on the rails and then I'm like okay right. I know what we're doing right set and on the rails I get I that know. I get thank that. you Paul I I also feel when you're like, like well this is just we're just talking so there's right, so no don't right fight me right. yeah, don't fight right. me we're talking right. yeah. <laughs> and I think sometimes like if it is somebody's like here's my story or my perspective sometimes when a lot of people are like well here's my note or here's my here's my thought sometimes it does muddy that person's point of view so mm-hmm. I can understand that as also being a reason why you're like okay yeah but it's not your story it's my story you know yeah if that's part of what is yeah. a thing for you. But mm-hmm. we've learned to fight. Do you guys, do you get into creative fights, stuff about the creative process? Yeah. Or is it? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Although we we also have developed a way to work together that makes it easier and takes out a lot of the fighting. When, oh, we're, no. when we're actually Ooh. literally writing. Yeah. Please, give me it. the hack. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you the hack. Well, the first thing I think, usually ideas come when we're just hanging out, you know, and yeah. the material comes all the time. You're, you're eating, you're sitting on the couch and watching something, you're out somewhere seeing a show and you're like, oh, that's a character, that's a person, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, just experienced or... a thing today, this woman who is our wedding planner, is this Italian oh woman who we Skyped with. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. With, and I was like, well, we just met a character we'll put in something. That's exactly <laughs> right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like from Italy? Ciao. Yeah. Yes. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Or And actually, a lot of times, one of us will have an idea like half asleep and be like, can you write this down, please? You know? <laughs> um, or or Lucia will get a lot of them in the bathtub. Yeah. Lucia gets Big a lot in the bathtub. shower or the bath. Just like um, Andy. He loves a soak. He just, literally, I, I was away for a week. He comes, I, I come home and he goes, look what I got. And he's like, holds up this square. And I go, what is it? He goes, it's a pillow for the tub. <laughs> I have a pillow for the tub, you too. You gotta. And he, I got he did buy for me because last in our last apartment we uh I, it was a square tub Ooh. the shower was very 80s and strange yeah and so she my needed neck some, i needed some yeah. neck support yeah. so he bought me a pillow yeah ours is from somewhere in the 1600s oh, <laughs> oh wow i like that <laughs> yeah, that's cool it's sat look if they would have kept if they would have like done some repairs and stuff like that but it's uh-huh. it's deteriorating it's, yeah okay <laughs> it's yeah the, yeah it's like da vinci's bones oh okay oh, wow i, I, I think it's charming you know what that connects it there but we both have weird metaphors Mm-hmm. Uh, they, and they are holding hands now, <laughs> listeners and viewers. Oh, those of you looking at your your device that plays this. Um, oh yeah, but so you, when you sit down so to write, write. So when we break stuff, then we like figure out what it is in the story. And I think that's the time when there can be debate and there mm-hmm. can be you know disagreements about certain things or where things can go. But when we write, you want to take it from here? Sure. Yeah. We um, once we actually get to scripting, we both write the exact same scenes. At the exact same time. At the same time. And then we switch. I read his and he reads mine. I highlight my favorite parts of his and he highlights his favorite parts of mine. And then we take turns combining. Um, and what that does for us is make it so that we're actually writing. We're not being annoying about a word here or a phrase there yeah. or way, the way that you're, you're just getting it out. And, and you're some... also doing it really casually because someone else is doing it. And it's kind of like time chess, right? So okay. you're just like. You just make the choice big and you just make it and you keep moving. Yeah. And because you know somebody else is working on it, you can't like just keep Googling yourself and like wasting time. (laughs) (laughs) So you Uh, uh, hit Andy really in his heart. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, And as a result, it also means that like you get your idea out there. If they don't like it, they don't like it. And you don't know it without them having to say, I don't like it. You know, just because they didn't highlight it. So that does, it's just a, 
a system of positive reinforcement only. Oh, yes. And that's really helpful. And also Mm -hmm. we tend to have slightly different, you know, things that we, I tend to be more brief and. (laughs) I overwrite. You overwrite. Sometimes we write the same jokes. Um, Sometimes we have very, the scenes go in totally different ways, but usually we kind of know how it's, it's outlined enough that there isn't like questions about the scene before we write it. So Mm -hmm. um, in that way, we're actually able to write just a lot of pages yeah. a day. Because I'm like, if I can't figure out the opening or the way into the scene, I'm like, oh, she'll have something. And then I just crap Keep it out going. and do it. Yeah. And if she's like, mm, I'm not sure the right button for this, it weirdly works out that a lot of times then I'll have a button that's good. You know right. what I mean? So I think that takes a lot of pressure off. And also I want to make her laugh and surprise her. So even though we know what the scene is, and even if it's a script like a Broad City script yeah. where we've broken it and we know what's going to happen, I still want to do things that she won't expect and will surprise her, which yeah. is, it makes me funnier because I'm like, I want to make her laugh. Right. Which right, is right, hard, right. especially when you already know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I think it really gets you in the top of your game. Yeah. So that's our, that's I our, that. that's our hack for actually writing. Which you know. is not, I have to say, we've, we've said it publicly before and nobody does it. No. So <laughs> I, I can't we, imagine it's, I, I, it might just be unique to us and to how we work. And we've met very successful and well-known like writing duos that are like, yikes, that sounds like a lot. <laughs> that sounds like too much work. A lot of people think it's too much work, but for us it's actually weirdly less work. It saves time. And it also means that you don't have to like rewrite their scenes if you take turns because you've already written half of it. So yeah. it does save time for us. And also it gets you in the same mindset for the next scene. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like if people are trading off scenes, I'm always like, well, what if they say something really great that you want to then use? You're not going to know until you go back and read their scenes. And of course you can rewrite, but... This almost gets us into the rewriting stage really right, fast. Right, Well, because, yeah, you pretty much take – you already have two drafts. Yeah. And yeah. then you're, like, already taking that, that – two drafts, editing it down to the best one. Right. Mm-hmm. So pretty much whatever like script you turn in is already a third. Yeah. Exactly. Which is yeah. like, well, here you go. Yeah. yeah. Already done. <laughs> and do you ever find yourselves, as you were saying before, Paul, where it's like, write that down as you're half asleep or I'm taking a gentle soak. I have some ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um do you turn it off or do you not even feel like you need to turn it off? Like it's not a big deal. Cause like Andy, for instance, we have, we will kind of tell ourselves or lately. Cause again, I think we're trying it different ways as mm-hmm. we do more stuff is mm-hmm. like, all right, after six or seven o'clock, no more. Right. You know well, what I mean? Since like, moving out here, there's almost no, there's no turn off. Yes. There's no, everything yes. kind of blurs together. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I, I, we've had to try to like create hard boundaries around like we're not going to talk about whatever project even if we get an email we're not going to talk about this after dinner ours is almost the flip of the issue which is we don't because that there is it is all the same it all flows yin and yang that in (laughs) our issue isn't like we shouldn't talk about this at dinner it's more we should be better about being like this is work time just work now yeah because we're like i'm responding to emails or like i'm doing this and like sometimes i think we want to be better about saying like here's our time in the day that is just work and no distractions and no emails or whatever no phones or anything Mm -hmm. so it's similar but uh, our issue is is slightly different and also you know we tried to turn it off recently we went um to just for laughs northwest and we were watching a movie and truly it was like you know we're in vancouver we're not home we're chilling out we're Mm -hmm. gonna watch a movie that's it and so much came from watching that movie that -hmm. helped us like figure out some stuff we were stuck on but it was because we were turned off that it was like there was no i don't know sweatiness or like you're gonna think of yeah you (laughs) gave yourself the room yeah yeah but did you like how did you get to this point because 
was it just like kind of your personality is naturally meshed into this, and so there wasn't a lot of like uh, a lot of blue sky. I don't know what word I want to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, we're, yeah, we're, like planning we're not doing the too, process. We're not doing too much jargon about right, the, but no, but the, like planning your process and stuff. But no, no, but I meant like was there like when you first started, was it like actual f- arguments, or were your personalities just kind of meshed to figure this out early on? We, I think, are pretty good about having healthy communication. We don't like mm-hmm. fight a lot. Uh-huh. We don't, and if we do fight, we're very logical and mm-hmm. every only every once in a while does it become emotional like okay. fighting we're we're pretty good about about yeah we don't like yell or anything no. whether it's personal or professional it doesn't go there no it really doesn't no wow huge i, I know that sounds like <laughs> it's just our personality types yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we don't like it we just yeah. don't like it you know and of course there's things that will frustrate one of us, you well, know. We'll fight. It's just yeah. that's not our style of fighting is right. not like big yeah. and emotional and tense and like we're just like we'll talk it out. Are you yeah. guys healthy or repressed? <laughs> I think we're healthy. I think we're healthy. Okay. I think we're healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a trick question that you yeah, answered from your gut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, cuz it's like healthy. I'm repressed. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not there's nothing wrong with it. No. Yeah, just, that's no. fine. It's just <laughs> that my my emotions will be down here and then <laughs> something will trigger me and I'm They'll fly out, and I'll be like, "Oh, I didn't know I was angry at that." Right, oh, right. Well. No, no, because I think I'm sensitive, so I don't, I don't think I'm repressed. Because I'd be like, <laughs> you know, no, no, like, he'll and definitely then I'll let it. me. He'll let me know. Yeah, and I think, I think that's part of the reason that. Though sometimes you'll do that thing of like not saying the thing that annoys you, and then you'll right. be kind of annoyed annoyed about something else. And but it takes me time to recognize, oh, this thing annoyed me, and now I'm taking it out in some way later. Yeah, you know. But it's yeah. it's about. Training yourself and reprogramming yourself directly. You've been much better about it. Thank you so wow. much. Wow, 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 wow. Recognizing wow. the other person's growth. Yes, yes. thank you. It's huge. Thank you. Huge. Please make all copays payable to <laughs> Couples Therapy Pod. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, we're going to take another break. When we get back, Okay. I want to see something about the friendship of all four of us in this room. Excellent. We'll be right back. You ever listened to a rapper that you're rocking with and thought a bit about how hip hop is mixed with politics? We made a podcast to delve into the topics with some rapper kids and activists from all across the continent. Waiting on reparations, yeah, it's obviously fresh. It's the podcast where hip hop and politics connect. It's a little mix between culture, music, history, songs you should be listening, and topics we suggest. Yeah, we'll get another dress when we talking with a guest. Dope knife. Lingua Franco, you'll be rocking with the best. I've been marching in my kids and organizing my neighbors. Did my doctorate defense and literacy education? I would battle in my mama's kitchen. Started winning competitions, rapper and producer. I'm a rapper and a politician. Leave him gobsmacked, now stop that debating. Check the podcast, iHeart Reparations. Listen to Waiting on Reparations on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back, baby! Yes, you guys, you're still listening to Couples Therapy. Get your life, get your head right. Paul, Lucia, okay, we've learned about this love affair. This is, it's been tender. It's been moving. It's been edifying. Um, But now we need to figure out, it's like, okay, you know, we've got you guys here. We've got you in a room. Yes. Feet to the fire, lips to the mic. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. We're going to get some answers and really, you know, no one here can plead the fifth. Mm. This isn't the Michael Cohen <laughs> something or other that everyone's oh, talking no. about on other. Twitter today. I'm getting scared. I, I just try, every time there's like some like insane thing, I just like I, I like I'll Lock. read 
the AV Club recaps later. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah the digest. Yeah. Whatever, Did they give yeah. the Cohen testimony to AB plus? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to read like everyone like going fucking insane. Uh, yeah, getting Twitter. every emotion as it is fi- felt. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah, give me yeah. one article. Yes, me give too. me one long. Brief. Give me a caption or a headline. Yeah. that's all I want. As opposed to an I don't even want the, the article. An entire day of frustration. I just yeah. don't need it. Yeah, I'm like I don't need it. That's why I take all those baths. I agree. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't know about. Him yet? Did he plead the fifth? No, because I heard the one line where he was like, "He's a liar, a cheat, and a disgusting racist." And yeah. I'm like, "Okay, yeah. there you are." I'm Wake like, "That's up. all I need." I'm like, "Great, you said that. Great, yeah. it's on record." Yeah, so anyway, it's people have been saying that for decades. Well, I know. we'll see. But at my bar mitzvah, <laughs> that's we, all we talked about. We are not talking about Andy becoming a man. We are talking uh, about okay. us becoming a beautiful foursome. Yes. Um, Andy, you want to set up the journey and kick us off? Sometimes, look. <clears throat> Uh, I, I think you like Naomi and you. There's a little bit of a lie to this. We've known each other for a long time. I, I've yes. known, I don't know if you remember. We met at uh, a Liquid Courage, uh, oh, which was God. the a yeah. UCB uh, open sketch mic. Yes, open sketch That's mic. Maybe eight or nine years ago. Yeah, Lugia, you and I met at the Magnets yes. open sketch mic. I remember. I remember you do, seeing you do your two man sketch show. Yes, <laughs> with the. Tall man, uh, Mark. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, so uh, the early but, days. But uh, I would say you guys are probably like actual friends from Broad City. Yes, right. Yes. Truth. So that's where we met. But more than friends. Began. I mean, you know, don't get scared. Nothing. Don't worry. You know, don't but, worry. But, but also I worry yeah. a little bit. But we're family. I think <laughs> I will say this at, at at the at the home hearth at the in our house. Naomi has said some very nice things about you. Well, oh it is absolutely God. mutual. You that's know, for I'm, sure. we are we're huge fans. fans and friends and obsessed. Yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Truly. So, but the, so part of this is, can we be actual friends, better friends? With, we, we yeah, wrote down getting some, deeper, getting deeper. Let's wrote down some questions that I think get at the core of Naomi and myself and see if maybe oh. we connect on those things. Right. Oh, okay. Now, see, what you'll need to know is Andy's questions do have right answers. Mine do not. It's more about the answer itself is the illuminating. Okay. okay. Whereas Andy, really hard and fast rules with this. Oh, so then geez. there's a okay. question, you guys answer it and then we answer it? Oh, just you guys. Just for you guys. start. You guys. <laughs> I mean, we'll, I'll give my answer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll give mine. But Beautiful. like, we, you start with you guys. Okay. How about I go first? Go ahead. If you could invite us to one life event from either your past all the way up to your future, <laughs> what would that life event be? My funeral. Because <laughs> oh, wow, I don't that mean that so in a morose quick. way. So I mean that in a really cool way. I I I planned my funeral quite extensively, and yes. I think it's going to be a freaking. Fun party. Wish there is an go. entrance song <laughs> and an exit song for the casket. There's Wait, a for playlist? real? Yeah. Yeah. She no, enters just... to RuPaul's supermodel. <laughs> she exits to My Way, Frank which, Sinatra. Which is classic. That's yes. a classic. That's, that's normal. It's going to be an event. It's so. going to be an yeah, event. Yeah, yeah. That's that is a special fun. thing. It's going to be, it, I mean, as long as I get to continue to plan it as I want, it will, of course, always evolve. But that is one uh-huh. party that I think will be awesome because I think. I will make it just really fun. It's very Joan Rivers and Aretha of you to plan yes. out. Yeah, you know, so much yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Keep I your feel money in your purse. a connection like here because mm-hmm. I constantly think about my mortality, mm-hmm. and I'm Ugh. constantly yeah. just imagining what not existing is like. Uh, mm-hmm. But you don't have a like a you don't have a send off plan. You know what? I've thought about it. I thought about a deathbed playlist. Oh, that's oh, nice. Right. Okay. That's really nice. What is it? Like, what's the main music? Iron and wine. Uh, <laughs> I would say like a lot of indie rock from my twenties. Yeah, and like, oh, I'm gonna hear these songs for the last time. Let's let's get yeah. that super chunk, like, that well, pavement, that Yola oh, Tango I in there. See, I oh, see. that's There's cool. I love that. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Okay. That's a great idea. Like yeah. That. Now, Paul, what's your event? event? Past or future? Anything you could invite I us to? I have a good to. idea for you if you don't have one. Please. <laughs> Paul used to have these really really epic loft parties in uh, Brooklyn yeah. in his uh, early mid twenties that were. 
freaking ragers and crazy, crazy shit would happen. Yeah, if we want to deepen our friendship, <laughs> to come to one of the loft parties. Yeah, I think so. When you yeah. say crazy, what <laughs> like what that you were willing to talk about on mic is crazy. I mean, there were a lot of I think sexual encounters at the party. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I would have way scared. too many people. Yeah. I was yeah. way too. I would way too scared. Truly, of that. you'd wake like, up and you'd be like, "Oh, wet. somebody actually <laughs> crashed in like the storage area of the loft." Yeah, people oh, would wake up the next here, morning and you'd be like, there. Wow. You didn't know they were it was. There. It, it was. Wow. It was truly. Um, it was Russian doll. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Without the death. Without the death. Without it was pretty nuts. But some people felt. Felt yes. the death feeling. Oh, Woke yeah. Up oh, that's and a thing. People felt the Russian doll tone. You know, right. the vibe was yes. there. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, the correct answer, by the way, is uh, you both convert to Judaism. Oh. And you have a, a son named Eliezer and uh, his his bar mitzvah. <laughs> oh. Right. Though I don't think we're that. far off from converting. We're very <laughs> close. We're, we're just like a sign, a sign here away from being fully and, done and with the deal. If there's a bar mitzvah, Jubu coming to that. You know? <laughs> yes, yeah, I thought that. Yes, yes, yes. And Amy, yeah. do you have a question? Yes. I mean, this is, again, just something to give me a little sense of your past. Um, what was your high school superlative or whatever equivalent the high school had of that kind of thing? Okay. You can also use summer camp. Depending on your history, mine was most. This is this is mm. very telling. Most individual. <laughs> oh, I do really. Yeah, what? most individualistic. Wow, what? isn't that wild? That is. Yeah. What are you saying? That's <clears throat> insane is even a thing. I yeah. love that. Yeah, because it is like what? <laughs> I love that you were too. That's wow. Because yeah. I was a weirdo in high school. So was I. Oh, two jugheads right here. <laughs> two I They're weird. They're weirdos. <laughs> I wore like patent leather wingtips. I was wow. like, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, he had yeah, a yeah. huge extensive tie collection because he had to wear ties. Well, that was actually before before oh. my high school. I went to a school where I had to wear like a uniform. Mm-hmm. and I But I, you could switch up the ties. And then they changed the dress code to be like, you cannot wear <laughs> insane ties anymore. I because wore, like, of you. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Cuckoo. Uh, I didn't have one because I dropped out of high school after 10th grade. Tell what? You did? Telling. I didn't know this, but you went to college. I oh, did. Yeah. I went to Columbia. Yes. But a I, good one. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, how did that happen? I, it's no Wesleyan, but it's good. Oh. I, played, oh, I played tennis very seriously. Yeah. And at the time, I was really at a place with my tennis that I needed to have more time to train. And so what I did is I got my GED and I attended a community college where I grew up, which is in Western Massachusetts, where there's a lot of colleges. And I was able to then kind of make my own schedule around what I needed to do and training and traveling and all that. So I basically got a ton of credits from different schools because I was able to take college classes because it's the five college consortium. Mm. Well, it might become four because we don't know what's going on with Hampshire College Hampshire, right now. Wow. But, Hampshire, get your shit together. Uh, what happened? But so anyway, it's not, it, I don't know. I think <clears throat> they're still like trying to. Whatever. Fingers crossed, prayer hands for Hampshire. Yeah, um, so anyways, I took a lot of college credits and then I transferred to Columbia, okay. Columbia College at Columbia University. And uh, I was able to go there as a transfer student. And Wait, you play tennis there. And I played when tennis did, there. Oh, so I was about to say, when did tennis fade away? Yeah, no, I played my whole time in Columbia. I was captain my senior year. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she was a jock. She was a jock in college. It was a jock. She's cool. Did you see that coming? No. This is cool. this is revealing. See, it seems good. like a simple question, but Although, the answer can really take you places. Yeah. Say this. Call me Maria Menounos. <laughs> I would say that improvisers fall into two camps. One is the sports improvisers, and mm-hmm. one is the comic book improvisers. Interesting. Comic book. Yes. Neither of which were and really that cool. I know. Huh? I was in, I was in, I'm in neither, kind of. But I would say, but you're, you, no, you, you have swam. an athletic build. You swam. Oh, thank you. Oh, okay. you swam. 
I did. Yeah. I swam in high school yeah. and in college for a day, and then I like barfed a lot and was like, "This is insane. <laughs> <laughs> this is Division One. I cannot." You know? I can see your muscles through your shirt. So Thank there's you. like, well, that's, there's this a... is all. This is all. It's a full time um, job. It's padded. The shirt's padded. <laughs> it's, it's body shape wear. You know? <laughs> um, Andy, what's your next one? Oh, <clears throat> very easy. Pranks, yay or nay? Nay. As a child, very much yay, and I, it was actually the most trouble I ever got, and was putting itching powder on the toilet seats in elementary school, <laughs> oh and my then God. my co-conspirator ratted me out, and I had to be sent to the other school where my mom was a teacher. They like literally, you got kicked out of that school. They no, I just I don't know exactly. I guess I just was probably going there via the yeah. bus to go home. Yeah, but I remember being like, that was not a good stop that day. <laughs> I had to, you know, be picked up by my mom. That was Ooh, bad. but I was a prankster. I used to have. Childhood friends, and we would do all kinds of pranks. Again, a lot of toilet stuff. We would <laughs> <laughs> saran wrap on the toilets. But now I'm like, no, I guess I, I guess pranks, yeah. I guess yes. Go for it. Ooh. Wow. Hard nay for me, by the way. Yeah. But as a oh. child, lots of pranks that culminated in one where the entire school thought I had fallen down the stairs and went to the hospital. Wow. What? Oh, that's, that's acting. That's not pranking. <laughs> that's, 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 that's just drama. a lot. It's a good pratfall. <laughs> it was. Well, yes. There is a line between pranks and lies. <laughs> it's dirty, and dirty I, lies. And bits. Oh it's God. like pranks, lies, and bits. <laughs> okay. My next one. Okay. Do you eat salads <laughs> for fun or for punishment? What is your relationship to salads? Great question. Generally, it's punishment, but as I had mentioned before, I am on day twenty-four of Whole Thirty. Um, so I wow. courage, sometimes, bravery. At this point, Incredible a salad stamina. could be a, a damn dessert compared <laughs> to some of the things I've been eating. Yes. Um, but generally, no, I don't know. I like sweet green. Yes, he does, he I don't. Not. He I doesn't. don't. No, I'm like because if I go to Tender Greens, right, I'll get the plate. And I'll yeah. get like a little side salad, but I'm not about a meal that is a salad. Thank you, Paul. Though I will say this. If you go to Petit Trois <laughs> on Highland, they have the <laughs> best salad Valley. I've ever had, maybe. It's just Boston bib. It's just some Boston lettuce. <laughs> yeah. But the dressing is so good. Really? It's really refreshing Leslie and Bibb's good. nickname. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Boston bib. I got it. So the Oscars. Popular. She was there smiling hard. Uh, whenever I see her, I always forget they're a couple. And I know. then when I see them, I'm always like, good for you. She yeah. didn't forget. Like for both of us. <laughs> Oh yeah, she's yeah for both of them. No, I think it's good. It's a both. I like that they've been together for that long. Actually, it makes me like them both more. Yes, Yes. I agree. Forty years. We just watched him on Galaxy Quest recently. Some rock while we had never seen him in it or that movie. We had never seen the movie. We watched it last night. And um, he was really good in it. (laughs) He's great in it. Justin Long is great in it. It's a really silly movie, but some good performances. Good people. Tim Allen was fine. (laughs) Arrested for (laughs) cocaine. Final. Question. Okay. Again, you you can I'm see confused. where uh, the things that Naomi and I, uh, again, another one of the links in the, another one of the threads in the friendship <laughs> bracelet mm-hmm. of our love is food. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- this, uh, is there a food you will get aggressive over? Aggressive as in? In what way? Like fighting over? <laughs> if there's one <laughs> piece of pizza left, will we attack? There was, I will say this, someone, someone mentioned a restaurant before, uh, uh, one of the engineers here, uh, mentioned a restaurant and i was like do they have a certain kind of food which we, i will okay you'll tell us they have okay. a certain kind of food he's like i think they do and i'm like you and i like yelled at him <laughs> without like i didn't mean to like it just like the emotion just bubbled out again yes. repressed so these are yeah, 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 and yeah. i go do they have it yes or no because <laughs> yeah. you would definitely you know. want it you yeah, right. I want, yeah, it. Yeah, this restaurant is near here and i wanted and i was like 
so psyched to go there and I needed to know I could have looked it up look I didn't right, have to right. get yeah, you that will find out but the idea that like you need it to be there and if it is not there as someone who has eaten with you many a time where Andrew and I do like to look up a menu before we go out always we okay always, and you, yes. you say to yourself I'm gonna get that and yep. then you get there that's not there Ooh, it can really turn a night for this one. Oh, we I, gotta bring them back restaurant restaurant rage is huge for me it's yeah. like a big part of my Stand up. <laughs> um, it's all about waiters. It's all about foods. It's all about. I guess I'm most passionate about bread, and I get really okay, aggressive nice. depending on whether the bread is good or bad. Mm-hmm. Bread I or think wine for you. Bread or wine. Oh, that's true too. If they don't, if they have only certain kinds of wines or bad wines, I'm like very annoyed. If they don't have an Italian red. He. That's is the thing. It's really Italian. I'm like, if you're going to represent every other continent, but not the OG red wine continent, <laughs> you know, country. I get I get very annoyed. But I also think restaurants should be judged by their bread. Yes. I'm with you on that. I'm like, that's your first impression. Right. You know, yeah. that's all I need to know. And his sister right. is a really incredible baker. She and is. So he, he knows good bread. Right. He's grown up on the bread. I'm Professional? Very, yes. She is, yeah. That's wow. her that's her um life's work. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Baker and Pizzaiola makes bread and pizza. Woo. Warwick, New York farmers market if you're ever there. Or I Make think a note, New listener. Jersey, lots of different places. Yes. Yeah, Emily's, hearth. Emily's Hearth on Instagram. Emily's Hearth. It's really beautiful stuff, and yeah. it's delicious. Anyway, Just shout out to Emily's Hearth. <laughs> Emily Downs. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Lucia? I don't know if I have one thing. I mean, I'm going to say caramelized onions. <laughs> that's my answer. Yeah. But she can't, you can't but, yell about it being at a restaurant. But No, that's not true. Well, if somebody says it's caramelized onions and it's a raw-ass onion with char on the outside, that's uh, not caramelized. Uh, yes, no. sister. That's a flash fried. That's a toast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I love caramelized onions. I've been making – I used to, like, make it for myself, you know, in high school constantly. I just – there's something about a really well-cooked onion. It takes patience and it takes time. Um, but a perfect one is my favorite thing to eat. Mm. That's what not is... the thing at the restaurants exactly because they don't really have them. Except for yeah. Paula in this restaurant in, the East, in uh, Echo Park just made me a side of them. Ooh. And they was... made her a bowl of onions. Wait, you just ate, so you just no, eat no, it on the side? I put it on top. I, they, I put it on top of my salmon. Yeah, you're topping it, yeah. And it was really, really good. It was really good. <laughs> so well, I'm, t- to I'm tickled by the, uh, in my mind, the picture of you <laughs> just eating a I bowl would. of caramelized onions with a would. fork. They're she so would, delicious. Not above it. I think that would be your like desert island food. I still think it'd be pizza, but but right, very top three for sure. We love pizza. Uh, the answer, yes, what's the, the correct, correct answer? answer? Is vegetarian chicken fingers, not wow. nuggets, not wow. patties, specifically vegetarian chicken. Are you fingers. veggie? I am. Okay. okay. I'd love to hear more. Now about your we know places. this. I'm well, pesca. I didn't have. Here's I the do thing. Eat fish. I do eat fish, but I'm pesca. I haven't had a vegetarian chicken finger. I've been vegetarian for about 13 years now. Wow. I haven't had a vegetarian chicken finger probably in that entire time. Maybe at Govinda's in Philadelphia at some point. But I can't remember the menu. It's been a long time (laughs) since I've been in Philly. And so, uh, Engineer Nick here said, by the way, there's this vegetarian restaurant, kind of vegetarian fast food restaurant called Doomies. It's it's two blocks from here. And I like go, do they have vegetarian chicken fingers? And he goes, I think. And I go... Do they have vegetarian <laughs> chicken fingers? Yeah. I don't need an I think. Yeah. I need confirmation Confirm. yes. that if I walk the two blocks, yeah. you will be rewarded. I will be rewarded yes. with this yes. food that I have not had because right. there's something about the finger shape mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is much more delicious than the nugget or the patty. Does right. Veggie Grill not have it? They must. They they do a patty. They do patties, patty. right. And it's just like very like that they breaded, like kind of dry thing. They do thing. slice the patty. I mean, yeah. listen, I'll eat it. But uh, 
it's interesting because that that food I would I mean I would love to know if they have vegetarian chicken fingers but the idea that there is a veggie fast food place this close I mean I'm going there anyway yeah I didn't whatever even know garbage that. they have I'm absolutely <laughs> eating it so I, I would love to know I'm just putting myself in your shoes I'm like I'm going and I personally right. yes. am going because we yes. live nearby so now that I know that this place didn't Thank know about you so it much. I'm didn't going know. as soon as my whole 30s done <laughs> here's the thing look it, I I don't have a lot of vices I don't mm. do drugs I don't drink really I the you don't only, smoke weed at all I don't smoke weed at all Okay. Actually, one of the questions I had, I was like, when that uh, edible hit, yeah. what was that actually like? Because I'm like, I don't have any experience. Are you not interested in experience? I'm just not interested that? in it. That's there was it. a time really when is. you were like open to mushrooms. To and then shrooms. Yeah. Thought about the it. psychedelic experience. Michael Pollan's book. Yes. Yeah. And you didn't, but you did have it. Yeah, but I haven't. He hasn't done it. I haven't. Yeah, we, okay. I'm like nervous. I went like I was like, don't do it. Something's going to happen to you. But then you were like talking to someone we know who's like very into that stuff and is like, yeah. this is where you get it. And we go to like a safe padded space, yeah. you know, yeah. something yeah. where it's like, yeah. just go like roll and be chill. Yeah. And I was like, that could be good for him. You know, I don't like, it might I don't be. like being nauseous. Apparently mushrooms. They can, but they don't always. Mm. If you have a good base of chicken fingers first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But that. so the only vices I have really are food. That's all I have in my life. Okay. That's it. Got it. That's an incredible specific vice. thing. I need a. Very, I need either need it to be like the, like something dumb like that, like mozzarella yeah. sticks or that, or any like really nice cuisine. So that's like, interesting. Well so what what decadent. is your like your go to like decadent like oof yum I'm really satisfying my vice right now meal or dish or plate or whatever. I'm surprised. Mozzarella oh. sticks. Oh, yeah. When uh, we were get, we had a, we fostered a dog for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and it broke our heart when we had to give her up. Mm. And uh, two days in a row, most of my meals were <laughs> house of pies oh, and mozzarella sticks. Comfort. He did into that comfort, that I clogging that. comfort. There was, it was so embarrassing. In my, no, I can't. No, 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 no. I can't either. I, can't I got either. them. I walked Sluggish. to Los Feliz, uh, which is like about a half hour walk from our place, and. Uh, got them and then was walking down Franklin, just eating. You could, if you Bear drove by, eating. you just saw someone like sticking their hand into a bag and just pulling out mozzarella oh. stick after mozzarella the stick. The walking and, and eating is a mouth. tough move. It's a tough move to walk. Yes, and eat. I can't. I can't do it. I well, can't risk it. In New York, it's all it. I ever did. Yeah, I would get a trough from Whole Foods by UCB. Oh yeah, and I would just like do the salad bar. Not salad, you know. I yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you get all those stuff. Yeah. And then I would just troth eat while I walked. <laughs> and even sometimes on the subway, sorry. It's a New Oof. York thing. Oof. Yeah, but I mean, when you do but that, people LA. look at you yeah. like, they God look at you like you. you've killed something. Yeah, yeah. terrorist <laughs> act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See something, See, something. And it's, it's someone's eating on the subway. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a final question, Amy? Um, I actually do want to hear a little bit more about your food. <laughs> I'm being honest. I'm being really honest. I'm like, okay, so you love those chicken fingers. Are you cooking for yourself a lot? Yeah. Now, okay, yes. you are. Yeah, we and, started doing those food box services to yeah, teach oh. me how to cook mm-hmm. yeah. and open you up to spices. Because Andy is, you know, honey, yeah. he's, he's got he's got a Caucasian taste bud, a Pennsylvania taste bud. Okay. So if it's a Main potato, line. if it's it's a, oh god, honey, the country mm-hmm. uh, with the Dutch are feeding you. You yes, know, so it's an Amish. apple, it's a potato, yeah, it's, Amish, it's yeah. very plain, and it's so a like scrapple. It is. So uh-huh. we had to like open you up to spices, and it was like once you started making it, you were like, oh, it is good. I think it was more like. If something was given to you, you'd be like, well, what's in that? And that's what would make you recoil, uh, right? right. Mm-hmm. And now you like, no, now you'll eat anything. Now I'll just coil so around you- <laughs> something, uh-huh. around a food and shove it in my mouth. So yeah. now are you doing a lot of like, you do eat eggs. Yeah. You're, you're not vegan. Okay. Yeah. You're right, because you eat cheese. So are you like making a lot of like pastas and stir fries and like, like 
Yeah, sandwiches. So like the other day I made a uh, – I breaded some tofu. Okay, great. And then this made a, uh, a black pepper sauce mm. and oh. serrano mm-hmm. pepper and uh, peppers and green beans right. and uh, rice. And it was delicious. And that sounds great. great. And you got into baking. When I was away, he sends me a picture – Andy made a Nutella cheesecake. Wow. I was like, you've been holding out. That's you got incredible. the skills to put together a Nutella cheesecake. That's like somebody that. who wants someone to come home. I think that's a little signal. <laughs> Save me right? a slice. Yeah. Look, and it was there. All right. Do you have a final question? Or you think... I feel like I've learned so much. Yeah. enough. Because I actually, like, by the end of that, I'm just like, I actually do feel, I don't know about you guys. I don't want to put anything on you. I'm not going to put you on the spot. I do feel a little closer. Absolutely. Oh, good. Oh, oh, I got to do. Me I feel like we got there. I mean, I'm, I'm I didn't expect it. you to not be into salads, Paul. Muscles through the shirt. Wow. So when I heard you didn't fuck with salads, I was like, okay, we can hang. No, 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 <laughs> you know no, 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 no. Rabbit food? No. Ugh, never. <laughs> Can't take it. Why bother? Ugh. No. Um, guys, thank you so much. Thank you. What a thank pleasure. you, guys. We are such fans. Yeah, we're so happy to be here. And friends here. and family and all of it, you know? Friends, Every, family, uh, fans. Oh, I don't know uh, what to do with emotions, This is great. Thank you. <laughs> it's okay. Repress them and let them come out later. Let them come out later. <laughs> let them come out in a big way later. I really am. I'm pushing, like, I'm physically pushing on my chest as if It's because uh, he's feeling jumping. so happy. He's, That's like, feeling good. happy and tender and he can't That's take great. it. Oh. Well, I like you guys, so Let's it's just like, Let's go get some ugh. freaking vegan food. Vegan, vegan food. Uh, some healthy yes. vegetarian Chicken Can we do that? Can we plan a, a double yeah. date right now? Yes. Great, let's, let's do, do a it. hangout. Well, and if you, you know, want to cook, we'll come over. Whatever. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I would love to eat that food. That sounds good. It yeah. did sound good. We'll do it. Six All right. Days. We can bring we can bring dessert or something. Six more days. Yeah, but I can't. Six more days, but then like 20. Anyway. <laughs> then 12. <laughs> got to reintroduce then stuff. Slowly, slowly. Right. It's about a reset. Yeah. It's, it's a real reset. reset. Yeah. Uh, All right, guys. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Katie Couric. I'm Bozma St. John. I'm an award-winning journalist, if I do say so myself. And I'm a hot-to-trot, trailblazing marketing executive. (laughs) And we're very confident. (laughs) We wanted to combine Boz's business and branding expertise with Katie's natural curiosity to create a podcast responding to this moment in time. Welcome to Back to Biz with Katie and Boz. Each week, we'll interview innovators, creatives, and CEOs to find out how our pandemic present will forever change the business of tech and media, travel and leisure, education and sports, fashion and pop culture. Because in many ways, this has been a really dark time, but it's also a time for reassessing, recalibrating, and finding the light. We're doing 10 episodes and you can catch them every Thursday. So listen to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host The Bobby Bones Show. And I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room, and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music, too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh, or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 